If you were a Disney character, which character would you be? Sleeping Beauty. Aladdin. No! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Toad. Who is Toad? <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> Uh, from mario not disney at all welcome to another episode of strange flavors brought to you by alif theory my name is faras i'm danny i'm rashad aka the sauce kid i'm brandon aka typical toad (laughs) (laughs) we got an email recently that says love the podcast hey i just wanted to let you know i really enjoy the show and look forward to listening to all the new episodes i think it would be cool if one day I could be a guest, keep killing it. So I'm not going to say who that's from because oh, I think that's probably they're probably going to come on the show sometime. So I don't want to spoil it. Wow. I don't want to spoil any guests coming on the show soon. Thank you for sending that email. Um, if you want to send us an email like this nice person has, if you want to send us your music, email us at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Shimmer and I are performing at shows. We got one coming up this Thursday which is April 20th, 420 at UMBC. UMBC was the best show that I did last uh, semester. Shimmer wasn't with me that time, but you guys really know how to throw a good event. So I'm excited to be there. And then two days later, we have it at Goucher. And then we have University of Maryland on April 27th. And then we have Towson again on May 6th. Uh, And then the Citizens Foundation Charity Show in Washington, DC on May 13th. So come out, it's a lot of fun. And we're performing more and more songs at each show. So, what's new, guys? Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar is, not, oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. is everything. Is everything? He's everything. What'd the, you think? The album was fire. I mean, smoke just came out of my speakers. <laughs> I swear. I gotta listen to it again. I listened to it today, but. I just listened to it like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, it's. I thought it started out like really awesome. I was reading the lyrics as I was going along. It was really, really good. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean,. That's just, I guess it's just kind of how he is. Like, it kind of resembled his last album a little bit, except it was, like, a little bit more up-tempo. But I definitely like this one better than the last one. I feel the complete opposite. I thought the last album was up-tempo to me. I don't know. Wait, is this the untitled one or the... No. The Pimpa Butterfly. The Butterfly? Yeah. Okay. That was, like, really jazzy. This one's jazzy, too. And a little bit, yeah, you're right, you're soul, right. Soulful and stuff. I don't know. I mean, Kendrick is awesome. Like, yeah. For us, no it's doubt. like, more life. More life. More life. More life. <laughs> well, it's just, Drake is just fun to listen to. I'm sorry. It's just, I no, I definitely think I love that my Drake. it was awesome. <laughs> See, Danny knows. And you know, apparently, this is not like the official album. You know that, right? Oh, like there's another one coming out on Sunday, right? Supposedly. Apparently. Apparently there's I another hope so. one. He's coming for your throats. Well, by, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have found out if that's true or not. I hope he does. I so want him to just call out He has out two Drake's. coming out at the same time? But is it like a secret album or something? Like it's that? supposed to be like a counter album? Yeah. yeah. There's like a, I, I read some deep meaning on Twitter. Yeah. It's like the Easter meaning, like the resurrection. Yeah. Whoa. Of God and stuff. And so he's, he's got comparing like a himself character? to. Exactly. He's like a character. They, 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 even, <laughs> they, they even dissected what like character? the color of the wording of the album it was like yeah uh damn is red and red and this one's gonna be red and like blue or something like that. well he but, on his instagram he has two different uh yeah, or yeah things yeah. one of them is red one of them is green, green yeah. mm-hmm. and they both say damn maybe wow. there's another one that's called darn and it's like a country album did you ever think about that no okay please stop <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hit jazz maybe sorry, country's my, next sorry all the country lovers out there but. hey it's kendrick lamar <laughs> no. i'm done um guess what guys what i made it on world star for rusty <laughs> I, saw that. I had to say You're famous that. man <laughs> no it was so it's so bizarre how like the dumbest video that i ever make makes it on world star like if i knew it was going to be on there i would have tried so much harder i would have tried to get better reactions but it's still like i said it's been a ghetto dream of mine to be on world star and i was like when i saw that why does world Star have to be ghetto man uh <laughs> uh-oh <Have> Twerk s- videos. <laughs> <laughs> no but um no that was pretty cool I'm, i was getting a lot of my friends tagging me and stuff like that people thought it was funny and then there was a lot of people that were roasting me that was a lot of fun how did you get it like I asked you, and you said, oh, I'm just being stupid, so that's how I got on. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's how I got on. Like, so I tagged them or something? No, I tagged them when I posted it on. So I was making Snapchats throughout the day, 
And then I was like, okay, let me just compile this and put it on Instagram because it might be funny. And then I just tagged them in the description. And then a bunch of my friends and like my followers, they started tagging Worldstar. And then they just slid in my DMs and they were like, hey, we want to use your video. And I saw the DM from Worldstar. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I want to oh thank my, my mom, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's stupid. <laughs> Did you guys see United Airlines is not having a strong week? Taking yeah. some L's, man. Taking some L's. Yeah. What happened? Dragon. I didn't hear about this. You didn't hear about no, this? No. Danny, you are living in a bubble. I've been busy this week. I haven't heard anything. This guy, uh, so United Airlines overbooked a plane and they said, like, we need some passengers to uh, get off. We'll, like, accommodate you and whatever. And then nobody got off. So they started asking. They asked this one guy. Well, he, they told him he had to leave. And he was a doctor who had patients waiting for him. And he was like, no, I can't leave. Like, my patients are waiting for me. And they told him, no, you got to leave. And then they dragged him out. And he got a concussion and his uh, teeth broken. He's bleeding. They literally dragged him off the plane. And now he's suing them for like a couple million dollars or something like that, I think. And then there was a scorpion that bit somebody on their plane. But United Airlines not having a strong week. Yeah, I don't saw, fly United. <laughs> Never fly United. I saw this funny post, and this Chinese guy was holding up a sign in the airport that said "United Airlines, f you." It was oh, like yeah. it was, I was dying. So they just picked like one random selected like person and said, "Oh, you gotta leave." Is that what happened, or did they take everyone off the plane? They didn't take everyone off. They, they just, just made they this just started man selecting leave. people. I guess that I don't know so how stupid. it worked, but yeah, it was crazy. Um, you guys know Amine, right? As in uh, Caroline. Like, oh, him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. So, Unfortunately. Uh, he made this new video for Red Mercedes where he is, is, a white guy. is a white guy. Did you see that? Yeah. What do you, How do you guys feel about that? Because I want to know. So he's, a, he's... So he's... Dave Chappelle does it all the time. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. So he's dressed like... He's in a car. He's a car salesman. And then three guys walk in. It's him and two of his friends and they're all their skin is white but uh yeah i mean does that does that bother anybody it would bother white people is it the same thing as being as a white person doing blackface yeah it'll be considered worse in the media it'll be in the media but i'm saying this person's is, racist yeah. it, it depends like i'll have to see the video like yeah I'm but i mean as far as like white people doing blackface like a lot of times it's like really meant to be racist so I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't know if I have an opinion on this. I'm just. I'm just curious. But like, there was that teacher that was dressed up as Kanye West, and yeah, I think it's probably a Kanye point. West better, it's probably but, a point behind it. Yeah. But he did get fired and like trashed online. So I don't know. Like, Danny, do you have any comments? Because I'm. Well, I have to. I would have to see it too. I would have to see like what the intention is. Like, so he was trying to dress up as like a white person, and I don't. I don't understand. He was white. So he's pretending white. that he's white. For the music video. Yes, yeah. for the music video. They use makeup and put his whole body as a Caucasian. And he was wearing like geeky clothes and stuff. Was there like a point to it? Or was it just to be like funny or racist? Yeah, like, it's to be funny. Well, you don't need to be doing that then. That's not funny. You know, like that's, okay, that's see, my see, that's what it. I want to know. Well, I haven't seen the video fully so, to make my full assumption. But I would say if it was other than like, you know, like, what if he was casted to play, like, someone of color? Like, then, you know, then it would be a little different. But if he's doing it just to be funny, then... For example, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, he was playing a black guy. Yeah. I don't know if anybody had a problem with that because that was meant to be funny. If someone did blackface, me being a black person, I'd be like, all right, cool. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, I just, I, know, I just like, like I feel like some people just like always want to complain about stuff. Okay. Know? So it's like he did it for his music video. You know, he's trying to be different. I never mm. seen it, so props to him. You know, he's got a, he's got attention. That's his point. I don't think. But was it necessary? Like, did he necessarily have to do that? Was that part of the video? Like, was it? Would it make sense if he did that or not? Like, that's he what does I was... do a lot of like political stuff. I know that he made when he did when he performed Caroline live on I'm gonna say it was Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he did a whole another verse for Trump, and he oh, tweets yeah. a lot of stuff. I did see that. like that. Um, 
on his social media. So I think he was trying to make slightly a political, like what, with everything that's going on in the like racial political climate right now, I think he was trying to make a point that, you know, when it's white people coming in to buy, buy a car, they're like let off easy. And they're allowed to choose whatever car they want to. And when it's a black person coming in, they'll get more stares and they're likely not to buy the car because it's too expensive for them. Okay, so his intention was to... Oh, okay. That's the vibe. The the music video, they were like in a car. Okay, so he is basically saying that white people have it easier then, right? Is that what he's trying to say? He's probably experienced this himself. Like That's probably why he made this. He's got a lot of money. have nothing to do with it. But okay. the music video does. The, okay. the lyrics are literally about him and his homies in a red Mercedes. Okay. So it was irrelevant. So he didn't need to put it in his music video. That's what I was getting to. It was irrelevant. So he was just bringing like a racial point in for no reason. Or maybe he was just like, oh, let's just do this to be funny. And, you know, instead of just being a basic music video riding around with some girls in the red Mercedes and his homies, you know, doing gang signs. Maybe he's like, let's switch mm. it up and pull pull the Eminem sort of thing and be funny with our music video. Right. I agree with Danny on the sense that like the song didn't really have anything to do with the video. So I, it didn't make sense to me. I was confused the whole time. Like, because I had been waiting for this music video. I liked the song. If it had been like Joey Badass making this music video, it would have made a lot more sense. Because yeah. I don't know if you guys heard his recent album, but it was 100% political. Do you think oh. now more rappers are going to start making sort of like conscious political rap because no of doubt. what's going I think, on? I think they already are. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that going on. The only person that hasn't is probably like Drake, and I don't think he'll do that. Well, in the I mainstream sort of sense. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Danny's only comment about Drake ever is, oh, I love Drake. I Drake's the type of guy where like if you like, if Kendrick would ever call out his name on a track, Drake would literally do nothing. Kendrick pulled out names before in the um and control control yeah, he'd yeah. like every rapper he, yeah everybody he called he called out but big sean and they were rapping on the same they on the same track <laughs> like insane but i'd rather they they be rapping about like trump and stuff than like their hoes and money <laughs> and stuff like that like that's their irrelevant hoes. to me i'd rather them rap about like things that actually matter you know what i mean you need a diverse not that your hoes don't matter you need a diverse but, thing you know yeah i don't yeah. want to always listen to political definitely, stuff sometimes it's like yeah i want to hear about those hoes and this <laughs> and that, you know <laughs> i want to hear about the money you got that i probably will never see uh wait wait before we go i want to ask you something what's your thoughts on nav since you guys you know that's like the first big brown boy rapper you like honestly him? i haven't listened to that oh my god <laughs> this man's talking about you know people need to stand up for I've tr- I've been trying to catch up on people. everything else. I didn't get a chance to listen to that wow. album yet. I listen to it through your Snapchats all the time, yeah, and it's, it, it sounds count. like a lot of the songs are they're very repetitive. He's they sound have, very similar. They they do. He's gonna have to. I would definitely up. listen to it. No, I appreciate him putting There's a lot in. of drug references. Okay. Ugh. I mean, I follow him on everything, and all I see him is like putting up his middle finger in every photo, and I'm or like, oh, don't don't do that, because <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's that representative. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna I'll have, have to, to listen to the up, album, but I don't know how much he's representing the culture. Besides the saying brown boy, that's really it. Yeah, just the fact that he's brown? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Today's guest on the show is uh, Keith Tuttle. He is a musician. He's been in a lot of different bands. He's played in front of thousands of people. Um, he's sold out. It says the 8x10 venue in Baltimore several times. Um, and he's a, he's a funny guy. He's a really nice guy. So uh, let's bring him on in. Everybody, please welcome Keith. Yeah, yeah, this is a brand new one, everybody. It's called Comfort Cage. today <laughs> yeah i forgot his name at the beginning <laughs> uh, I, 
I thought he said tunnel. All right, tunnel and tunnel. It's better if he's like, is it turtle? Because I've heard that forever, and then that would be devastating if I came down here. And I... Tunnel vision. I guess. Yeah. Tunnel. <laughs> Do you listen to Kodak Black? No, I don't. I listen to. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. <laughs> so... He acted like he did. Like, ah, yeah. yeah no, nah. not for me. Not my yeah. taste. <laughs> no, you. I don't think even. He doesn't look like Most a Kodak Black like fan. I don't know. I, oh, I said I'm doing an Elton John tribute, so I listen to like I listen to like yeah. your song and piano, but like so I don't listen to many. Uh... What's the range of music that you listen to? <sighs> uh, wow. I mean, well, probably. I mean, it, the most popular thing I listen to is the new the new John Mayer. I listen to the Search for Everything. Oh, I went, that was good. I like. I went that. to see the yeah the tour, and I was freaking out a little bit. I was like, oh my god, Wait, he's on tour already. Yeah, he, yeah. He came. Isn't he dropping like another part to that? It came out, was it, well, the 14th. Is that today? Yeah. Today's the 14th. Oh, yeah. so it came out today? Yeah. He so dropped he, the same time as Kendrick? He fin- yeah, he did. Yeah, there was wow. a post where he was, he, was, he was pissed. I saw him. But- <laughs> yeah, I saw an Instagram uh, post that he had that was just like making fun of it or something. Yeah, he just. Just joking he, around though. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, he knew that Kendrick would probably make it to the top of the charts and he was like, well. I don't know if the Kendrick listeners are the same as John Mayer's though. Like, <laughs> maybe some overlapping. Probably, I do. Yeah. I listen, but. The Body Your Wonder is a Wonderland fan or not. They're not listening to the Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, but doesn't he, he, um, I actually started listening to him more when he started going on the Grateful Dead tours. Wasn't yeah. he doing that? Yeah. Yeah, he did that for, for a long time. I think that's when he probably got on more people's mm-hmm. radio. Well, I mean, I think so. Continuum too. And that was like, he started playing good. I, in his own words, that's the Guitar Hero record for him, and that's when people were like, okay, and started following him more. That's when I started following mm-hmm. him, and I wasn't like too embarrassed to say, oh, I'd like John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a lot of flack for it at work, though. People, like, working at a guitar shop, people were like, hey, Keith's going to the John Mayer concert. I'm like, just leave me alone. <laughs> when you wrote to us, you, <laughs> you said something about your girlfriend you've dated since you were pretty young. Uh-huh. Is it true that... For since she lives so far away, is it true that people thought that you had a fake girlfriend for a long time? Oh man, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess freshman year, I people I went around from. So you were fourteen. Fourteen around a group of people who I guess I guess they didn't like me too much. I don't know why. I don't know, but yeah, that I had a uh, a fake girlfriend and um and that I was gay. And I, <laughs> oh my god! I, well, why yeah, is that? Why does that go? To I think it went hand in hand you? because I did all the musicals in high school, so I was doing that, and then plus it's like I have a girlfriend, but you don't know her. Like she lives in, in Bowie, like an hour and a half away, so you guys you guys wouldn't know her. And Actually, people did do that though. People, people did, did do that. I, I know people that would say like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. People like just would to try to make sure that they fit in somehow. And yeah. Then... I met her on a cruise. You don't know her. And then, yeah. Uh, they... So then they thought you were one of those, <laughs> but you weren't. No. Yeah. I, I, I like to. <laughs> Yours was real. Yeah. I want to be on the record now that it was real. And uh, it's still real. Yeah, still real. The but real, she the real but thing. she doesn't live here? No. Yeah. She's, she's okay, living in New York. Real. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different state now. She's in New York, so now it's like it's it's not real. No, I've uh, I've met her. She's a very sweet girl. Um, where'd you Where'd you first meet? Um, in Annapolis, I did a I did a production of The Wiz, and um, my cousin forever like was in her friend group and this these group of people that would do these shows like every summer. And when I was down there to visit him, he was like, "You should do this. You should do this musical." And I was like, well, "I don't know. I guess I'll go and I'll try it out." And she was there actually. Um, giving the auditions and so she's teaching me like these dance steps and how like tap dance and stuff and um and we just kind of i mean we kind of hit it off and we were just talking all through the summer and nothing really ever came from it until my dad told me he's like you should just tell her you like her so i was like yeah she lives an hour and a half away and he's like just do it like i'll drive you down there just go just tell her <laughs> and so i so i did and um yeah the rest is history oh, man. That's so cute. But, you've been uh, going strong ever since then yeah, since early like freshman year, I, actually Halloween. It was like for a while we were like, well, we'll, we'll just talk because I don't know how this is gonna work out, as people do. And um, Halloween, I was like, so I'm going to this. We're going to this Halloween party. Like, what should I tell people if they ask if we're together? She's like, just say we're dating. And I was like, okay. And then that was oh, nice. <laughs> oh, wow, so, that's so, cute. Well, it's yeah. I'm almost, I'm almost embarrassed because I never asked like. You know, hey, you want to be my girl? What? You, you want to go steady? Um, I just, she, oh, was, she just told she you. She was just like, just just say we're dating. It was Dude, just do matter. not be embarrassed. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I'd rather cute. have that's that happen. Like, yeah, I don't want to ask. You know, if just, some girl just said, "All right, we're dating now," and we were talking for a bit, I'm like, shoot, just tell me what's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as long as like you, I think you equally wanted it. Yeah, if you I asked was, that question. I was probably asking why. I was just like, so like, are we dating? She's like, well, let's just hold on. Like, I, I was very eager, <laughs> but. uh 
As long as yeah. that doesn't happen during the proposal, she's just like, <laughs> yeah, so we're married now. And you're like, just oh, say, okay, should I get a ring or nah? Yeah. It's so all good. Doing my taxes, just, just say we're married. It <laughs> <laughs> um, would be helpful. What's the, what's the secret to staying loyal and faithful for that long? Oh, man. Um, so, I th- wait, how old are you now? 20, 22. 22, okay. So. Yeah, dating since we were 14. Um, I think a huge reason why, at least for me, why, why it works is I, my parents also dated since they were 15 or something. So I grew up with hearing like, that's that's what they did. That's what people did. And so... It's um, in the genes. Yeah. I, well, my, my mom will tell you, there. I was, I was like in fifth grade and I would be crying. And she'd be like, Keith, what, what's wrong? And I'd be like, I just, what if I never get married and I never have a family? And just, <laughs> and I was like, so I think I've just always, I've just been kind of built that way. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't cry that much anymore <laughs> about anymore. that. No about shame that. in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about that. Um, many other things. But uh, <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, other than that, I just, we're both pretty good at just communicating and just talking to each other and saying what's up and of like if you're mad at me then just come out and, and and say it and then let's try to work it out um i don't know i really just think like communication and then and and you both have to you both have to just want to make it work like if you want to make it work you'll get through a problem but if somebody's done then you'll be like you know what like that's it you won't want to like try to push through whatever argument you're having so i don't know it can i make the, the notebook part two and use you and I would Tabby love that. for that <laughs> yeah these are real tears right now Everybody in the room is crying right now. Nobody can see us, but we are all crying. Real tears. Even Richard. They're saucy tears, but they're tears. Um, you've always kind of been this like unique person, I think. Um, I've known you since high school. And, um, you know, you were always kind of always out of the box, creative type of person. You really didn't care like what anybody thought of you. And even like with this whole relationship thing it's just you do things a lot differently what do you think makes you that way and why did you just like not care about how people felt especially being a teenager when everybody sort of thinks that way hard-hitting questions oh man (laughs) i've always i just thought honesty was the best way to go so i've never really tried to hide who i was or what i thought or Mm. what what i did um so because i think everybody's weird like it's only now that i'm older that you know it's coming out like oh you guys are weird too and you like legend of zelda too and you called me a nerd in high school for that or or something Mm. but um I, I don't know. I think everybody has has their their quirks, and I just I, I would much rather just kind of be who I am and have fun with it. And um, but I was always trying to get the laughs too. So I like I, I would get in trouble a lot for teachers writing home like distracts kids in class. And um, yeah, was me too. So there was you it? go. Mm-hmm. You were a bad kid here and there, but yeah, I like, used to, what, what'd whoa, you do? Whoa, whoa. It's not bad kids. It's just <laughs> I just like take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> misunderstood. Yeah. He seems like you, you would seem like you'd be really quiet in school, though. That's why I'm surprised. It depends on the teacher. If I could push her buttons, I would. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I think also, like, sort of like the best, most confident kids when they're older used to be, like, the troublemakers just because they gain confidence early. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, I, I still feel like I'm pretty confident. Maybe it was because I had a girlfriend so early on and I was just like, I'm already set. Like, yeah. <laughs> just I'm the man. <laughs> yeah. um, Did you ever get in fights? I don't know. You tell me. You remember? You went to high school. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't remember don't getting. So. Fi- I mean, I was always just like my head was in the clouds at all times. I was not paying attention. I didn't get. <laughs> so, no, I didn't get any fun. Actually, I. I um, during a certain. I. I think it was after people started making fun of me. I thought to myself, like you know, I never want to be. I never want to be the reason somebody goes home and like is is crying at home because like they had a bad day because somebody picked on them. So I. I actually like, remember having that thought. Like I don't want to ever be that guy. Who somebody goes home and they're just like their day is ruined and it's my fault because um, I've certainly been on the other end of that and uh, yeah I didn't want to do that to anybody so um, you're a sweetheart yeah and that's I, really good <laughs> he's like the opposite yeah. of me it's crazy well, <laughs> and I've met a lot of we I, I think just um, they're doing musical theater that's like why I thought that because there are a lot of people who are different and I wouldn't have thought that like um, one of my good friends Ben Hill uh, in high school I would have never I would never talked to him like originally or um, but through doing doing the shows, I realized like this guy is he's really nice and he's a pretty genuine person. And um, yeah, I still talk to him. I see him, he works at Target. <laughs> I say what's up to him. I think but. it's I think it's funny that like um, when you see movies, especially when you're a kid, you see these actors and you're like, oh my god, these people are incredible. I want to be that someday, or yeah. singers or whatever. And then you get to high school and it's like, oh wait, only like loser kids and weird kids do theater and musicals yeah, and all that and then everybody just kind of like lets that go because of who is doing it those are the future ryan goslings speaking of right <laughs> like i i like to imagine like we're the people we see on tv and listen to um on the radio is like you know what i'm saying though like i feel like that's 
something that throws a lot of people off. Yeah, I, I think um, I think is the area we live in too. To be honest, like um, I started doing the musicals and, and the theater stuff in um, in Annapolis, and apparently there, my cousin goes to school there, and that's like that's the cool thing to do. Like mm. everybody would do the school musical, and it was it was pretty sweet. And um, yeah, so then doing it in uh, in C Milton, and I'm just I would assume Bel Air too. It was not the same. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a, the coolest thing to do. But I always thought that was really weird because it's like it's not that far away from where we live, and yet it's like that's the thing to do is participate in theaters and and play in bands and stuff. And so um, yeah, that's why I like hanging down in Annapolis. <laughs> but um, I guess it also has to do with what's available to you around. Like if yeah, probably if you're going to school here and you know that there's not really that much opportunity for if you're gonna live here, your whole family's here. You know, unless you make a move to New York or California or something yeah. like that. I think when you start dreaming that big, you're just like, you know what? Like, there's no <laughs> point of trying to do anything here. You're not worried about it. Yeah. And at the same time, the people that really want to be somebody, they can't only do, like, high school theater or, you know, try to make it in a choir at a school. They have to do a lot of extra work, such as you did Yeah. Um, with your music. So let's talk Gosh. about that. What's, um, let's get into it, yeah. <laughs> when, when did you first get into playing music in general? I was I played uh, mandolin starting at six years old. What's a mandolin for people that and, don't know? Because uh, I I didn't know what that was. It's before. not a ukulele because um, I get asked that all the time. Um, but I, I, it's a hard thing to describe. What I mean, it's it's like a little tiny guitar. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, like how'd you pick that? Did you know what it was? It was on I mean, the. Obviously, you did. I I really didn't. It was all. I mean, I was so little. I wasn't like, oh hey, that. Um, I was I was watching like my dad was asleep and had the country music channel on or something and. There was a bluegrass band on. It had a music video, and I saw the guy playing it. And it was—it's re- it's high pitched. It's higher pitched than a guitar, and um, because I was little and squeaky, and the mandolin is kind of smaller and high pitched, I probably identify with it. And um, I, I woke him up, and I was like, "I, I want to play that." And he's like, "Okay, like, all right, well, let's just see." And according to him, because I, I don't remember every moment when I was six years old, I just kept bugging him. And um, yeah, then on Easter, I walked in the shower and they had it there with like my basket of things and i I had a mandolin yeah but i just saw it on on the tv and for whatever reason i was like i want to play that so it's your anniversary coming up if easter's like in yeah tomorrow uh sunday sunday Sunday. yeah Yeah. so it's your anniversary i've never thought of it like that actually so (laughs) it's really fun yeah all right i'll have to uh have to celebrate i'll have to play it (laughs) how did you get started with it did you was it self-taught did you teach yourself with all that i took lessons forever and it was like um at at music land the local music shop and um i would they had me reading out of a book and i was reading like your cheating heart by hank williams stuff and um yeah i i did that forever and probably until like fifth or sixth grade and i wasn't playing like bluegrass and which is what i wanted to do and and so I found a guy who literally he lived like right across the street from me. And he was like the go-to guy for all these different jam sessions that happen. Because there's a lot of them in Bel Air that like people just have them in their basement. And it's really cool because it's a big get together. It's kind of a community. And I would go to this guy's house. His name is Jeff Kidd. I feel like I should give a shout out. And um, he would make me uh, little cassette tapes. And I would like listen back and try to play play it by ear, and so I really started doing that. And um, if I heard a song that I like, I just try to try to ear it out. And like little Irish CD, I think I bought at Target. I like tried to ear out the whole thing, and um, just started started doing that because um, I wasn't quite as fulfilled like just reading off like beginner teaching books. <laughs> what was your um, early influences, and what are your current influences now? Um, they haven't changed to like as far as mandolin i really liked um a band nickel creek and the guy um chris Thiele. and i mean he just went like oh, i guess it happened a while ago like a genius grant or something where they give you like five hundred thousand dollars for being a genius or something but what <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the MacArthur found i don't i don't know but they're like i guess they deemed him like you're a genius have some money <laughs> okay. oh my god so i'm applying every year for that <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, he plays with like, um, a group Punch Brothers now, and he just released an album with, um, one of my favorite piano players, uh, Brad Meldow. Um, so him and there's, um, another mandolin player, Sam Bush. I mean, um, but then I started playing other instruments and so now it's like, 
I, I draw from a lot of different things, liking rock music and then liking piano music and trying to put some of that into like mandolin playing. What are you laughing? At? <laughs> I, don't, I think of such like random and stupid things in my head. I cannot even say it out loud. It's really bad. But um, no, continue <laughs> on. I, don't know. I always do that. This is me like mid conversation with anybody. I don't know why, but just talk about my influences and you laugh. So I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> I did that. I think I did that with. This, the second guest we had on, he was talking about something so serious, and I had something like just something so stupid just spinning around in my well, head. I don't know why that happens to me. Yet? <laughs> no, that's not what it is. It's really bad and inappropriate. <laughs> so I, I wow, Frost. You I don't know why that happens to me. You should be ashamed. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Um, Wait, is many... the mandolin like, bl- is it bluegrass? Uh-huh. Not... Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that's where it was used. <laughs> See, here he goes oh, again. I just don't get it. Get it together. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, using like traditional bluegrass music, Who's and then um, <laughs> and um, only recently, like actually, a lot of bluegrass players are moving and they're playing like classical Bach pieces with what? <laughs> that's crazy. like um, Bela Fleck plays a lot of classical pieces on the banjo, and so that's like a new thing that that's that's kind of happening. But wow. um, so it's kind of like only branching out. I mean, actually, a lot of people don't realize that bluegrass is relatively like. A younger form of music than I, th- I think they they would think. Um, it's only now just starting to branch out, um, and people using that traditional like mandolin, banjo, fiddle into like broader jazz settings, classical settings. So it's pretty cool. Um, I was gonna say I think it's really good that you started when you were young because it's like the same. I think music is the same thing as language when it comes to the yeah. way that kids pick it up, and when you learn it so young, you just sort of adapt yourself to so many different things. Um, and you're not even really thinking about it because if I try to play anything now, like when I make music, I if I'm playing something on the keyboard or like uh-huh. whatever, I have to like memorize where the notes are and then just try to go off by my ear. And I'm like, if I only had stuck around with music when I was younger. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a vocabulary to any style of music like um, mm. whether it's bluegrass or like or playing jazz like there's definitely i can't think of a better word than there, there is a vocabulary and certain mm. stylistic choices that you have to make to fit like or not fit just that would um maybe define a style in a certain way and then if you're branching out like now how do you break those rules and, that, yeah. and, that, and that's where interesting things happen but. so how many start uh, how many other instruments did you start playing and like what what do you what all do you play right now um i went to i went to guitar um probably Nah, probably like in eighth grade going into high school. That was probably like an easier transition going from there. Yeah, that was pretty easy. That was like, that was all myself. I think like the first thing I learned was I'm Yours uh, by Jason Mraz (laughs) because I wanted to impress a lady. Um, Hey, it it worked. It didn't. No, it didn't. Oh. (laughs) Well, later. I mean, later. Yeah, (laughs) later it would have worked, but... um, I'm yours. No, you're not. Yeah. um, That's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't, didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, nah, the ladies don't like mandolin, so maybe guitar. It's a little bigger. It's a little oh, more. Oh, so you made the transition for the ladies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shamelessly. See, but, uh, but I mean, you know, through that, you you, know, you fall in love with the instrument. And it, it's easier to um, accompany yourself with because it's so much more strings on. It has a deeper sound. So when you're singing, so because I like, I was getting into singing songs and um, it was easier to play and sing things at the same time and try to woo the lady folk. And, uh, and make an ass of yourself. <laughs> yeah, it probably could work. He has he has like an Ed Sheeran kind of vibe to you me know, for some the same reason. Thing I said when you came in the house, I was like, he's like Ed Sheeran all the way. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, If only I had the accent though, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed Sheeran is like honestly one of my favorite artists right now, just because he's so open minded. Yeah, and so creative. I think when somebody is less, you know, about themselves and always saying this is what I do and this is what I can make, and mm-hmm. starts looking at it like hey, this is what we can do together, yeah. and this is what would suit good on you. I wrote this for you. I think that's the best type of artist. And I was really happy. I first heard him through uh, watching, I forget what, which Hobbit movie it was, but it was within the Lord of the Rings. You don't know this. It was within like uh, the Hobbit movie at the very end. They play, like I think it's Icy Fire or something, and that is... Oh, I thought you were saying he was one of the Hobbits. No, he could have been, but at the end there was a song. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> and, uh, what was going on today? <laughs> so I thought, like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. And my my brother is a huge fan of his, so I guess he just came out with a, a new album, and he's yes, 
Yeah, he's been playing it in the car, and um, I think, I really like this. It's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so, um, something about some girl falling in love with an Irish man or something. There's, like, fiddles going on, lots of folk music. I don't know. Is that what I, you are? Are you Irish? Um, I don't know. I think I'm English. <laughs> English. <laughs> my, my heritage? Is that like, what, what, yeah. You know, I, uh, yeah, English and Irish. So I guess my dad's side is way back. Way, way back Irish, and my mom is uh, English. I could yeah, see you being, I, like... <laughs> like English, an English gentleman. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tuttle, Mr. Tuttle playing the mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> like I could so see that. Um, <laughs> so okay, so you uh, mandolin guitar, and then you you play keyboard a lot. Like I've came to your shows, and you're always, you're usually shredding on the keyboard nowadays. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I don't know how that happened. Um, well, actually, I do. Um, yeah, a friend of mine um, who plays in a a Beatles tribute band. Um, actually he was giving me a guitar lesson and they needed somebody to be in this Beatles tribute. And I, well, first I was like, I don't have to wear a wig, do I? And he's like, no, no wigs. Um, I don't mind straighten your hair. Yeah. 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 Which I did try that for a time in seventh grade (laughs) (laughs) and I won't do it again. So that was, that was the line. Um, but yeah, he was like, we need somebody and, uh, like to do a couple keyboard parts. You want to, you want to do it. And I didn't know at all how to play the piano. And I was like, yes yeah i want to do it <laughs> he, he didn't know that you didn't know how to play the piano well he he asked me he was like you know a couple parts like can you do it and i was like oh i'll, I'll learn i can do it oh, okay. so um i mean and, and he was actually really helpful because he plays piano too and he was like i'll show you the parts like i'll teach you it so I, I would go over and he would show me the parts and i mean i just started out by like learning these Beatles songs like i think one of the first ones i did was like the piano part and um while my guitar gently weeps and i was just like i mean they're just chords and all the Beatles songs are like it's a pretty good place to start but yeah just to be like in a band i was like okay i'll do that and um yeah i ended up really really liking it and a lot of people need keyboard too which is like everybody's a guitar player so that's i kind of stopped playing guitar in recent years because it's like everybody's a guitar player so i wasn't getting a ton of like people asking he me has one do. of those like like two level piano oh, keyboard the things intense i don't know what they're called but oh yeah it's like um, super intense you can have like two the, different sounds like yeah the company nord makes um it's, well, it's an organ. It's like a Hammond organ, like they use in like churches a lot. And uh, yeah, they make one. They make one of those. And it, is that I, what it's for? So you can have like two different sounds going. Or um, is... that is like well, I mean, I I wish it's just to sound like a um, a Hammond B three organ, and that's just like they have different draw bars, and so you can have the two like sound different, but it's like replicating this one instrument that like I wanted to get the real version of it, but it costs like you know nine ten thousand dollars <laughs> to get like a working one. So I was Dang. like. Yeah, I won't do that. So this one only cost four thousand. So I sold like a bunch of guitars and um, a lot of instruments. I had to just to get like this thing that does more or less one sound. <laughs> but um, I just like the vibe of it. Sometimes like if, if it's a guitar or a keyboard, I'm like, this has some songs in it. Like I know like it has a cool vibe to it. And um, I, yeah, I probably spent too much money on it. Do Do you prefer um tribute bands or I know you're in some of your own bands. Which ones do you? <clears throat> I think. Prefer? I mean, now I probably enjoy the tribute band setting, and that's just because I I find a lot of bands that, like, I never listened to growing up through learning the parts. Like, to give you a great example, like, the Beatles, like, all growing up, I hated the Beatles, like, didn't like it, and I think we listened to, like, Yellow Submarine in elementary school. I was like, these guys suck. Like, I don't <laughs> like this. And when they asked me to do the, the tribute, I, like, and I was like, well, I don't like them, but... I guess I'll do it. And I learned all the parts. I was like, this is really smart music. This is really good. And, and, um, and so I get turned on to a lot of these things. And then I did like, right after that, I did the stones. Um, I did the band. I did, and I'm doing Elton John. Now these are guys like, I didn't listen to all growing up. I listened to like, um, popping like country music, my parents. So, um, yeah, I, I get to find out like a lot of cool things about that. And, and I like playing the songs like this. There's a cool thing. Like when you kind of recreate something and like, we all kind of strive to hit it note for note and like um, make this really cool for people. So, and plus, there's a bigger audience coming out to see like Beatles songs than a song that no name Keith Tuttle wrote sitting in his, his basement. So, it is kind of cool to go out and like there's a big crowd. So, I've played probably the largest shows that I've played um, within a tribute band setting. So, I, yeah, I can't hate that. <laughs> How many different <laughs> bands have you been in? A lot. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I've started some that like that'll start and then they won't really go anywhere. And so I don't know if like you count those. But um, what what role do you usually have? Like, are you usually like the leader? Like, who decides that? Um, in my last um, original project that that I had, um, 
I tried really hard not to say like, you know, or call myself a... Is this the slanted the, sound? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't want to say like, um, you know, I, I'm the leader or anything because I think... Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of that. Like, I, I like a, lot, a group of people like playing music and, and creating something together. Um, however, I do think there is always... And it just There's happened. always an alpha. Well, I mean, it happens naturally. Like, there's got to be a guy that's like, you know, hey, this is when we're going to get together. Like, these are the shows. Like... You can break that up, but um, I guess like, it, I think it just happens naturally. So practices for that group were at my house, so I think it just it, it came out to to be me. I was like, all right, practices are at this house, and then I was more vocal. So I think in the end, I ended up, and, and we all kind of said at, at one point, like, all right, you're you're the, the leader. But I would never like I would never say it to to those guys or like be like, hey guys, this is my group. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the um hardest part? Because I always hear about people in bands. You know, it's like it's hard to drama, <laughs> band know? drama. That's one I of mean, the questions there's, there's I had. Always something. So either both in your tribute and in your own bands, what's the hardest things that mm-hmm. always reoccur with the band members? Okay, so uh, um, original, it, it probably is the band drama. I think that there's a quote from um. An, an Eagles documentary I like where that guy says like every rock band ever is on the verge of breaking up at all times. I think that's true. <laughs> um, so there's just a lot of like you're you're dealing with people having really strong uh, musical opinions about how things should go, how things should be written. And um, and past that, you get like how things should be recorded, how the song should be. The more people you have in a band, that's more like that's more input coming in and you want to make everybody happy. Um, so just dealing with like with people in that way and any stories you have it's just it's all like petty stuff it's, it's nothing that's like that's really interesting it's just like um i i, I don't know i mean just disagreeing like i, I mean i'll tell you like at, at the end of um slant sound like we just had disagreements of like everybody kind of wanted to go in more of a of a jazz direction and a little more like electronic and um and that's not necessarily what i what i wanted to go for so um we just kind of we split ways after yeah. a while and i mean and that was hard because that was um the band i had since high school and i like had it since i think freshman year and i like got together with everybody and i mean so now it just ended like not long ago so it ended at 21 because like people were just kind of going at it and things start to get nasty too so when you start like i'll tell you what happened is like just different camps start start to form like there's a kind of all right there's this guy's team and there's a, a this guy's team and you fall and um and that is not a good way to have a relationship, especially they were like, I think seven or eight people within the band. And so just to have this, like, um, I know, I'm sure it's both ways and, you know, name calling like behind people's back. It's like, you yeah. just, you just got to think like, let's is this just... over like a group chat in the modern world or is it like you guys would, I think it, I think it happens like in a group chat. I mean, I, if it were behind like my back, then I certainly wouldn't, would know. And if it were behind somebody else's back, they necessarily wouldn't know. Right. Um, but that comes into the rehearsal space eventually, and some like you can kind of see it on people's faces when they don't like it, how you're talking to them, or what they're saying, or uh, I mean, tension fills a room. Like you, you, so we're all there practicing, and a lot of people like you can tell they want to be there, or they're not feeling it, or there's like two guys that are really teaming like, up. Yeah. Well, yeah, either teaming up or there's tension between two people, and um, you know, I, I I'm I'm not great at like that kind of conflict to to say like. Hey guys, like let's duke it out. Like let's talk, about, especially with something that's like it's kind of subjective, like music. I mean, how do you like? It's hard to say like what's better and what's worse. It's just like this is my opinion, this is your opinion, and we're never gonna agree. <laughs> yeah, it always amazes me. Like, um, I'm trying to get into the rock scene. I'm trying, okay. to, you know, I I DJ, so like I'm like want to know all different music genres yeah. and stuff. High school, I was very naive and only listened to hip hop. You know, yeah, yeah. now I'm expanding, but. Like watching um, d- documentaries on uh, Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. and all, all these, you know, famous bands. And it's like the amount of changes that they have with drummers and gu- guitarists. And it's like, man, I, I could not imagine dealing with that, you know, being yeah. in their shoes. Yeah. We went through a couple like lineup changes and that's hard because you really feel like, and, and well, and you have to start from ground zero for, for a while because you're like. You got to teach the new guy like everything. Yeah. Just it, it takes time. And um, there's always a little bit of the, like, well, the new guy used to do this and we hated that. That, so like do this <laughs> and you take that opportunity i have a question about like the whole process of uh coming up with an original song so i've i've always been curious about this i don't i've never like really looked into it but like when you have an idea for an original song as like a member of the band how are you thinking as far as you know what is the drummer going to play or like do you talk to them and ask them what they think how does that work 
it's a hard question to answer because I, I I think different songs come up in different ways. Okay. Um, and I think people think differently about the song. I mean, for me, um, and what I found to be the easiest, I, I kind of I would start to know how people play. Like I would think of a drum part, and um, one of our drummers' name was Kevin, and we'd just be like, "That's a Kevin thing to do." Like I'll have I have him do that, and um, and some things like I that I wouldn't necessarily have the year for like. I have a really hard time coming up with guitar parts. Once I was writing on piano, I was like, I don't know how to have a, a guitar, you know, at, at its part. So then I would just tell um, the guitar player, like, you know, just do, do your thing. And then we, we and you kind of go from there. Um, I've certainly had songs where I've come up with like every part and I say like, I like this. I, I like this happening. But um, that's kind of rare. I, I, I think it's easier to write a song like when you know who you're writing for, you know, the band you're writing for. Now, I mean, not really being in a huge like original scene, I, I try writing songs like just for myself. Like right, I'll play like all the instruments, but it's kind of hard, like because I I don't have a lot of that to go off of. Like okay, well I know how this bass guy plays, I know how the drummer plays, and um, I, this will be really cool together. Um, and starting ground up, most of the time, it, a song or just an idea would be brought up and be like, let's just jam on this <laughs> and kind of see how it feels. Especially if you're doing jazz, I think jazz's nature is. Uh, more improv so maybe you're sort of yeah the the solos definitely are but a lot of some of those like the jazzier songs it was it was a lot of like and, and just bigger songs with bigger forms and they were longer a lot of it would just be like things that were actually it was probably more thought out than than you might think and okay the and the idea was to be like we don't want people to to know like all right we thought this out we always think like it or thought it would be really cool well, speaking of uh, writing songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where do you get your inspiration? Do you ever find like you are running dry or do you like, where does it come all from? All the time, running dry all the time. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I think it's totally true what they say. Like you have to, you have to practice writing songs. Like you have to write a song a day and do that. And so um, I haven't spent as much time like doing that and writing often because I don't have a band necessarily to do it for. Um, so you're by I, yourself right now? um original band was we talking well, about? i guess so yeah are you single in the band world uh well i'm i'm in a bunch doing the mostly tribute bands now i don't okay so and and i'm well, i'm playing with one original band now but um called pocket bells and but i'm not really in like a writing position for that and i am not sure how everybody plays just quite yet because it's a little newer and i'm i'm kind of the new guy so i don't come in and just be like all right we're playing my songs now but um, yeah. I mean, right now I'm having I'm having a hard time writing songs. But I mean, to be fair, like I'm just not I'm not actively like going about the about the practice of it. Um, if I do have inspiration, it's I, I do this all the time. Like I'll hear a song that I really like. I mean, well, we were talking about John Mayer earlier. I I really love Slow Dancing in a Burning Room from his Continuum album, and I thought like I want a song. I want to write a song like that, and then I'll go and I'll go to do it, and it'll either sound so much like it, or I'll just give. I'll just be like you know what, like, this guy, if he's doing it better than me already, why, like, try to recreate the wheel, so... Why don't you just make, like, a cover song and post on YouTube? I feel like that's how so many people get that is true. discovered. Have you... I had this idea recently, and I'm, I I just started doing it and, like, recording the music for it by myself, but um, Tabby and I, uh, we, we really like to sing together, and we have a couple songs, like, we did, we sang um, Johnny Cash, like, It Ain't Me, and, um, you know, harmonize it, so I thought it'd be really cool if, like, if I did something where I'm like I'm playing all the instruments and um and her and I are just both singing like and they're all cover songs like it'd just be fun to just kind of sing with her and then have something that I can I mean I, I don't even know if I would post it but like I just I would just have it to be like hey we sing together <laughs> yeah. I would post it eventually but I yeah I mean I I thought about about doing that um you want to join our band the Strange Flavors I would love that yeah that be a cool one yeah the Strange Flavors yeah 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 I'm how do you come up with names. Uh, so um, your rock names are always the coolest. Like they're always well. I always think they're like how do they the yellow card? That's a band, right? Yellow card, yeah, that's a band. Yeah. Oh, Green Day. Nirvana. I like that one. I have no idea. I mean, how I came with slants. There's like this is gonna sound really lame now. I'm outing it. There's like there's a band name generator or something, and they give you like (laughs) it. it, I I forget how it worked, but it was like. I liked the idea of the the beginning of the names. Like I like I don't know the Beatles or Rolling Stones. So um something was like the slanted, and I was like I kind of like that. And then I I don't know it's it, it's really hard to come up with band names. People I, do that. Childish Gambino got his name from a Wu Tang name yeah, generator. I uh, yeah hey. I mess with a DJ one trying to get a DJ name, and I just like it's I, a good starting point. I mean I don't yeah, think you know however it gets your mind working. I my a friend of mine that I work with um. 
we have a, a joke band. I'm still waiting for it to like become a, a real thing. Just through a joke, and it'll be like it'll blow up. Uh, we call it the crooked leg. <laughs> and I I don't know. It's saying it now. I'm like oh, it's dumb. <laughs> but we think why uh, is it a joke we, band? We think it's fun because we just joke that it's like just just the two of us. Like I and he he's like I'll, I'll play drums of it in, in it, and he he doesn't play drums really. And um, he's like we'll just go around and just the two of us like. Just just touring as as the crooked leg. We just thought the name was funny. It's like so, Weird Al, you know how he always. I don't know. We just thought the name was funny, so we're like, yeah, that's a band. Like, we'll just we'll be the crooked leg. And My favorite band is called the Front Bottoms, and everyone will be like, "Where do you get that your name from?" And they're like, "Well, what's a front bottom?" And everyone's just quiet, and they're like, "Exactly." <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on. <laughs> oh, is it is it inappropriate? What's front a front bottom? bottom? I don't know. What's you don't like like the bottom a. of the what you <laughs> You gotta help you us. You gotta think uh, about uh, it. Do the, you know what it is? I have yeah, I have a pretty bottom. good uh good okay, so literally if you just think like you know what it is, the is. bottom of the front area. <laughs> um What do you think is the highlight of your career your of your music career so far? What's like been the best moment where you're just like, Mom, I'm a rock star? Uh. like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Ever see that movie? Hey. Which one? Mark Wahlberg, Rockstar. I'm pretty sure it's called. I have not. I haven't seen that movie. movie. Really? You have to see it. Is it old? Yeah, 90s. Okay. Mark was young. I will. I will will check it out. That you mentioned it. Um, I I have like I have a lot of favorite moments. Um, I really like we uh, have um, our Rolling Stones tribute. We sell out uh, the eight by ten in Baltimore, and we've done it a couple times now. And they have you up. In, upstairs in in the green room which is kind of cool that there is a green room because <laughs> most of the time i'm out like in the audience and people are like hey we came to your show and i have to yell over everybody in the music thank you uh, thank you for coming and then go up there and sing and and which so it, so there's a green room and uh, we all sit there and, and we hang out when it's time to go up we just we walk onto the stage and the room is just is filled and it's one of those things where like you walk out and you walk on the stage people just start cheering and clapping which i think is like the coolest thing because most of the time like in an original band like the lights will go down and you'll have to be like okay everybody hey we're the slant sound like here we go <laughs> and there's nothing to say but so when you step on the stage and people like like the proper introduction and everything like that yeah i mean like right. yeah like you know the, the lights like turn off and we walk on the stage and people are cheering like that's the moment where i feel like i'm a rock star and like people are nice. like all right like all right they're coming and i'm like and then you do a bunch of coke and and then he gets crazy I don't think so. <laughs> my parents are probably listening <laughs> so you're not you're, you're just not gonna admit it that's fine yeah uh, please, not please every rock star. i'm messing with him i do have a question though yes. um one of my like favorite things is when like they sing a great song and then they like smash their guitar oh yeah have you ever done that before or will you ever do that <laughs> i've thought about like just buying a really cheap guitar and, and, and doing it um but then i I, I don't know. I get like really sentimental about dumb things. I'm like, somebody made that. Like, <laughs> so I, I I'm really like the lamest rock star, and like I'm like I, I don't know, man. Like oh, somebody took time to do that, and like, and with a piano, like I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't destroy a keyboard. I don't think because there's just something like not as cool about that. Like, but you'll be different. Maybe that, well, that that's a great point. Maybe so in my own head, yeah. I think like I'll destroy a keyboard, and somebody's like, what is he doing? Yeah. Um. Where are you now uh, with everything? I know you went to like school in and out, and like, what's yeah, have your like, dreams been crushed here and there? And like, what's your what's your perspective? All the time, on all the time. I, mean, I think like just the nature of being a musician, like you just have days where you get crushed. Like, no I mean, doubt. I think just like through practicing, like there are days where I'm just like, I suck. Like, <laughs> I'm no good, and um, and I cry, and I go to sleep, and the next day I try again. But um, <laughs> you are definitely a John Mayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I joke at work. I like. I tell my friend like I cry often. <laughs> is that a joke? Is it, no, no. That that that's the truth. I um, oh Keith. <laughs> but it's about dumb things. Like I'm playing the piano and I'm like I just can't get down the Beatles in my life. I just can't do it. And that's like what makes start, me very, are you like bawling break down. So that's why. I, no, it's more just like me. Uh, it's just it, one it, sad it, tear. It's okay. You can admit <laughs> it's it. It's just me <laughs> in my bed, like texting my girlfriend, just like, I suck. And the Aww. next day, she's like, <laughs> I mean, so, you know, God bless her for it. She's like, um, you know, Keith, like, you don't suck. You're so talented. <laughs> like, you have to lift me up a little bit. Um, 
So the, I think just the nature of being a musician is getting is getting crushed. Um, I think um, the more I play out, like the more I realize what it takes to be like a career uh, musician. I mean, so you're either like you made it, you made it big, and you're like on that John Mayer level, or like we keep using John Mayer. I saw the Chili Peppers recently, so I'll say you're on the Red Hot Chili Pepper level or something, where you're selling out these huge things, or you're um, no great word for it, but you're just you're really trying to hustle, and um, you're and you're out there trying to play every night and. Um, I had a lot of shows where I was going down to DC like real late and playing these these bars and like kind of dive bars for for nobody really nobody really cared and there are a lot of songs like I, I a lot of songs you don't like playing and so I'm sitting you know I'm sitting there often and it gets to be like you're closing down these bars and that's a pretty sad crowd sometimes and um yeah and I, I'm getting home at like four or five a.m. and I'm like wow this is like this is kind of not great this is not what I thought about like when making it sounds you know, like a movie making music. yeah, yeah <laughs> just me. And then I started listening to podcasts on the way home because I would listen to loud music all the time. So I'm like, I started listening to like, dude, same. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the loud music that got to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to go home and like just some hear somebody talk. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of that. And, um, and there's it feels other- like you have friends in the car, right? Yeah, I, I, I like hearing some, yeah, just for all, stop being weird. <laughs> I'm serious because it's like when I, when somebody's in the car with me, I'm just like blabbing away, but then. If I'm having like a super energetic day, I just need to like tell somebody. But then with the podcast, I'm listening to them and I'm like, yeah, yes. And I'm like having a conversation yeah. with them. I'm literally talking to them. Listening about like somebody's day or something. It, yeah, it's awesome. And I like doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But because of the the loud music, I started doing that. But yeah. It's Don't loud. call me weird. Did you hear what he said about weird people? You'll never They're know. Pe- yeah. You never know. For us might be your friend someday. Well, I, I, <laughs> I said that because the voice that you said it in was kind of freaky and listen in my ears someday i'll have friends <laughs> yeah it was, it was like that i was like startled you like you have i was startled by it yeah well we were having senti talks so i just wanted to keep it on that level okay all right i got you what do you what do you hope to accomplish um in your lifespan what do you how do you want to be known by the time that you're passed away wow keith tuttle was this is your funeral right now keith tuttle was um a, th- a friend of mine says and i liked his I-, I liked the idea of like he was an asshole but he was always honest like i always knew what he thought that's what <laughs> you want to be <laughs> no i just thought of that. um i i don't know I-, I i that's really tough i don't know i don't know what i want people to think of me because it just it'll it'll change um i think i would just want people to know that um your girlfriend was real that my <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> that my girlfriend was real oh, man. um that she is alive and well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I just want I would want people to think that I was always I was always honest and I was always open. I think like when you were asking me to, to be a part of this, I said I'm I'm always an, an open book. Like people can ask me about anything and I have no problem like answering it. Um so I would just want to know like he was an open book and he was always a pretty nice guy. Like I, I don't know, that not much more you can ask for. Like I don't have grand dreams of being like and he was a kick ass rock star. Like I just <laughs> You know, we can um, say that though. Like, you can still be a rock star. You don't have to be like a super famous rock star. If, if, yeah. Well, if people were like, well, yeah, I'm sure if, if he was uh, a I, nice rock star. At the end of the day, yeah, he, he didn't was, do cocaine. <laughs> he shed some tears. Well, isn't, isn't that a movie where they're like, I want to be a drug dealer, but you know, like a real nice drug dealer? Like, hey guys. Yeah, I, I, I want to buy some crack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, of course, I would want them to think. I would want them to think like, and you know, and he, he was he was musically inclined. <laughs> there you go, um, Keith. If you could describe yourself in any uh, flavor, what flavor would that be, and why? It's, Don't just say because you like it. I'm tired of people saying because it tastes good. I thought like I I knew you were gonna ask, and I thought so long or like I, you gotta say something clever, and I just I could not think of anything. Um, Now's the time. Wow, I think. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with with spicy. Is that a flavor? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a flavor. That's a flavor. Why are you spicy? Um, um, you know, because I got a little bit of flair. Um, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's deceiving. You eat something like, and then it's surprisingly spicy. So you get to know, and then you're like. Wow, this guy is like he got a little zing, got a little pep in his steps. <laughs> I really <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, He's got maybe, a little. Pew, 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 pew. May, you know? Yeah, maybe zesty would have been a better word. Zesty, zest. I like that. Yeah, zesty Keith. I don't know. Maybe. Twitter <laughs> handle. They they really might think my girlfriend's fake if you start calling me <laughs> zesty Keith. <laughs> that, that's how. 
See, if you came up with a band name like you're coming up with this right now, Zesty, the Zesty Sound. Well, the Zesty would... Zound. Oh Zest, my God. Zesty Zound. That's I, a name change. I would come up with crazy names and they'd be like, we can't, you like, you can't call yourselves that. I wanted to be called like the Purple Sharpie Project for a while and they were like, that's really lame. See, like, what does that that's mean? That's not lame. I love what it. Does that it, mean? it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Like people spend so long. I think long, those are like, the names that matter the most because both of us right here, we're just like, what does that mean? I want to know. People find meaning in anything like they'll be like wow that is deep and so like if i said that then wow the purple sharpie project jesus yeah like relating the color deep purple means like royalty they would find a way i just it doesn't mean anything i just liked the way it see but if people have tongue. to ask what it means that means they're already interested yeah oh yeah you get people talking our, our original band it was um at the coda because we played at coda records it was like at the Co- and, like dakota well, yeah, people would be like, at Dakota, and I'd be like, no, we can't have this. Like, we can't have people, like, it's one thing if they're like, what is that? That's cool. It's another if they're just like, I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we got rid of that. Anything else you want to add? Any message you want to put out there for the viewers? Um, Shout out your girlfriend. Hey, shout out Tabby. Tabby Thornhill. Hey, good luck over there in uh, New York. What oh, you doing trying in New York? To be, Trying to be on uh, on Broadway, going to like lots of auditions. She just got a, nice. a job, yeah. So um, good luck, Tabby. Yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, she's killing. It, it, it surprised me. I mean, I, I would have no idea what to do if I moved up there all by myself. It's like, okay, here you go, live your life. And I'd be I'd, I'd be a little scared, but yeah. She, Are you trying to move to New York by any chance? Um, um, I. What if she uh, makes it? She's like a super. Hollywood star. Then I'll just ride that wave, man. Stay at home dad. <laughs> Do it for the stay at home dad. You are going to support me. Yeah, I would feel like uh, there's a Chappelle episode where like he marries Oprah, and I would feel like that all of a sudden. It's like, <laughs> oh baby, like there's nothing wrong with that. Slap me some cash. That, no, I mean, no, of course I want nothing more than for her to succeed. And um, luckily, she's a singer, and I think like she has one of the best voices I've ever heard. So I think it's really cool that like. Aww. You can have a two-person band, you and your girlfriend. I wanted that for so long. He's not good enough for her, probably, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I try I try to talk her into it. I got her to do the Rolling Stones band with me once, but um, I mean, then she started to move, but yeah. You I guys tried... are on different waves. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, I mean, thing, yeah, right? she just said, like, you know, that's just not what she likes to do, and I'm like, but it's music. <laughs> um, Help me. Yeah, I, I, I've tried to, I've said a couple of times, like, wouldn't it be great? Like, I could play this, and you could sing, because you're such a good singer. And she was just like, that's just not what I want to do. And yeah, like, okay, all right. But um, it's also not good to do like, you know, you, know have like you shouldn't have do business with like your friends and yeah. stuff like that. What? I think. Yeah. Dude, Dude Jay-Z you guys and Beyonce have a song together. Bruh. They do it all the time. Yeah, Bruh, but they, whole, they do different things though, marriage right? possibly a business deal? That, yes. Wow. You're going to disrespect <laughs> B like that? I'm not disrespecting Beyonce. Wow. I think Beyonce is a fantastic woman. Wow. I'm just saying. She's a nice lady. I'm just saying, you know, when they make power couples, sometimes there's something in it for both of them. Oh my God. That's the one couple you do not. Well, I think your girlfriend is very smart because I just saw a review on Beauty and the Beast. And although Emma Watson killed it, they wanted a no-name Broadway actor. So Uh, their business is up and coming, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, she... had her audition for that mm-hmm. you know how would you feel when if she's like acting in movies and stuff uh-huh. like that and she's like kissing other guys um she has <laughs> been she has been in uh plays before where she has kissed other guys and it upset me a great deal <laughs> he has his arms <laughs> crossed <laughs> right now <laughs> my legs are full of that um what if she had to do like we, a dirty scene we Okay, that's OD. Fifty, oh, okay. 50 I have, shades. I, I, I've asked her about that. I was like, "Well, what if like you had a part?" I was like, "I think that, that this happened," and she'd be like, "Well, would you mind?" Like, it's like kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of a dance. It's on and, you. Um. Well, you know, if that happens, I will, you know, cross a bridge when I can. Just like, I, just like the kissing or something. I had to like, you know, you had to, you have to get over it because like that's what they do. And I think you have to ask yourself like, this isn't going to change. So can I live with it or can't I? And if you can't, then move on. If you can, then just shut up because it's no point in like bringing it up every day. Usually, uh, people that like have a significant other uh, that are doing one of these scenes, the other person will usually show up during that day. Yeah, yeah, that's I, what I would so, do. Would you do that, or would you be like, no, I cannot watch this? I would not want to be like on set or something <laughs> if she like had to have a you know. I would just uh, like have a good day at work and have, like. <laughs> no, you have to be there. If that was me, I would show it. up. You have to say, go, ready. Tabby. You can do. It. Maybe, maybe, no. maybe just for the comedy of it. Like, I think it'd be funny. Like, 
I don't know, there's a dirty scene. The guy comes walking by me. I give him a, a smack on the ass. Like, hey. <laughs> I feel like that's something you do. It's a power move. It's just letting him know, like, what if he's like so like super handsome and like super built super t- better for me uh, yeah. you would have to give him the, the rko yeah, yeah. Ain't no way, man. just come out of nowhere Boom. yeah i i i've def- we we've definitely like talked about that but um it's never like a serious conversation she's like well you know there's like i think i think hair has like some some nudity in that musical and i was like well if she ever gets in that like the first question I'd be like, "Great, like, so what's your part? Like, what are you doing in it? Are you getting topless?" Or... No. <laughs> so, but I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't think about it that much. It's only like when you know people like you bring it up, and then I have to answer. <laughs> people like you. I, just, I was just curious. <laughs> Other than that, Keith, this is gonna be in the audience if it's a play like that, looking out for all the guys. Hey, hey, her eyes are up there. <laughs> Keep your eyes away from her. <laughs> <laughs> Disrupt the play entirely. Yeah. I, uh... Hey man, good luck with whatever happens with that. Um, <laughs> Thank and you, let man. me know because I want to know. I'll let you know if you can, she's nude on Broadway. Since yeah, you I can't will. call her during those <laughs> days and cry to her, you can definitely cry to me. I'll cry to you. Good. Just FaceTime right. me. It's over. I'm, yeah, it's a lot. So <laughs> I'll be, I'll be uh, there to support you and good. listen. Thank Keith, you. Uh, where can people find you online, or if you have any shows coming up, if you want to promote those? Yeah. Uh, well, our next like big show is uh, we're doing the Elton John tribute. Um, that's a place called Germano's, and you can get tickets. I think at their website, it's like you sit and have a nice fancy Italian dinner, and uh, and we play some Elton John songs. We're doing it as as a, a trio, and then we're we have another piano player come up, and I'm playing organ, and I'm singing um, a lot of them. So yeah, May fifth at um at germano's elton john tribute this is in baltimore and yeah it's like it's in little italy in baltimore the place is really nice it's a really cool like part of part of baltimore but um, nice um yeah other than that like i'm on uh i'm on facebook and instagram i'm usually posting like me practicing or something or show i don't, I don't post like anything on facebook other than like if i have a show coming up so that that probably a good spot cool we'll link you up yeah please hey man Thank you for coming on the show. It was a really fun chat. Yeah, I'm I glad really you came it. on. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of Strange Flavors. Join us next week when we talk to another stranger with another flavor. Hey.